Hey there. The holidays are here, so it's good to know Fred Meyer can save you some time with free pickup on all your fresh favorites. Whether your traditions call for a hearty helping of juicy ham, ample apple pie, or Aunt Sue's legendary twice-stuffed stuffing, Fred Meyer has got you covered. So order for free pickup at fredmeyer.com or the app and get more time to get your holiday on when you grab your groceries curbside. Fred Meyer, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Welcome to the Everyday Mindfulness Show, where we educate and inspire people to live fuller lives through mindful practices. Let's get started with your host, New York Times contributor, leadership advisor, sought-after keynote speaker, the author of the Amazon hot new release, Everyday Mindfulness from Chaos to Calm in a Crazy World. She's smart, strong, sassy, and a trendsetter in the field of mindful leadership. Your host, Holly Duckworth. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Everyday Mindfulness Show, where we explore the different ways people are living, leading, and loving through mindfulness practices. And it is my joy to bring to you another one of my fantastic guests, my friend Steph Swink, who is a licensed spiritual she is a columnist and an advice column and a retreat and workshop facilitator, and most importantly, a dear friend making a difference in the world and setting a great example for so many of us to live and lead mindful lives. Welcome to the show, Steph. Thank you so much, Holly. I'm just really excited to be here with you. Well, we're excited to have you because you bring really a depth of experience in mindfulness that a lot of our guests are just seeking an awakening where you've been doing this work for many thought leaders um, around the U.S. and around the world and doing your own exploration for so many years. So we'd like to open the show with kind of an intro question, which is, what does mindfulness mean for you? You know, I I think for me, mindfulness is uh, courageous. (laughs) That's the first thing Uh, Being mindful is courageous to me because it requires you to be present. And if you're really committed and being present, uh, it can can go either way. You know, being really present can bring up a deep awareness of the beauty and what there is to be grateful for around you. And being present and mindful can also open up a space for that which you've been avoiding to come up. The things that we tend to push away deny and ignore that need our attention, uh, that that will come up if we are courageous enough to be mindful. So I'm a big advocate for it. Well, you just shine the light in in a really interesting place, which is, I, I completely agree with you, that the courageousness to say, this is working for me or this isn't working for me. And that could be a person, a place, a thing, or an experience. And um, we've had a lot of practitioners on the show, but haven't really unpacked that a little bit. Can you help people maybe understand what does it mean to be a licensed spiritual practitioner? Because you are reaching emeritus status. We're so proud of you. <laughs> I know. Thank you. I, I'm amazed. Uh, 20 years that I've been licensed. I look back on uh, when I first received my license. Um, as a spiritual practitioner, counselor, life coach is kind of how I describe that, um, with a bent towards spiritual principles. And I remember as a, as a newbie, uh, I was terrified to sit with people, to 
serve in that counseling kind of way. I was young. I didn't think I had the experience. And, and, and I remember uh, something that I did then that I still do now, which is very consciously spend a period of time of quiet before I meet with my clients and connect, connect to a source of higher wisdom, which I think I uh, know actually allows that to move through me on behalf of the other person. So to me, being a spiritual practitioner is really, well, it's an honor, but it's also an opportunity to stand in the truth, the highest truth about whatever that person's dealing with, to not get caught up necessarily in the story and to acknowledge whatever challenge they might be going through, but looking deeper into the principles of truth that once they turn and look at it, can lift them up out of whatever they're experiencing. So that's a little synopsis of what I think a practitioner does. I could go on and on, but I won't. <laughs> so for those listening to the show that are new to this concept, well, I'll, I'll kind of help them unpack it a little bit more. And so, you know, we've talked to Rick Finba, who is a tarot card reader. We've talked to psychologists and counselors. A licensed spiritual practitioner is uh, you know, a, a confidant, a, an advisor you might bring into your life. Mm -hmm. And let's, let's play with that concept a little bit of, of hold the space stuff. What does that mean exactly? Mm -hmm. Hold the space. I love that. Um, and I love that the fact that, that that whole concept right there has changed dramatically for me over these 20 years. So uh, in the beginning, I might say that hold the space was just be all about love and compassion and as I realize as I say that 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 doesn't mean that where I come from now doesn't include that but hold the space for me now really means <laughs> I, yeah I'm gonna say this it means not buying into supporting or really even allowing uh, what I call the the BS which to me stands for the belief system that's out of whack. So holding space for me is, again, standing in the truth for that person and, and really knowing that, that there's one mind, you know, and that, you know, oneness is a concept that's kind of expanding, I think, in our culture. People are exploring what does that mean. And holding space for me is being in a state of faith within myself about the power in that person, regardless of what they might be speaking about experiencing, even if it's grief or sorrow or pain and knowing that that's part of the human experience, but it's not the totality of it. I hope that answers your question. Well, and that's, I, I just uh, so love your word choice here of, of courage because humans right now, if, if I can be so generic, I think we're going through a lot of, of feeling stuff. Sometimes it's, it's the happiness of a wedding or the, the sadness of a loss or, you know, transition of a job or moving across the country. I mean, there's so many pieces in life evolving at rapid rates right now that, you know, a, a spiritual practitioner or a counselor could be a, a support system a listener could bring in to be a listening and supportive ear. And I, I like your reading that they can help guide you to understand what is it you're believing here and invite you to a question or an unpacking that you can bring your highest and best self out that, um, you know, I too have been a practitioner. And so it's, it, our, our, our views of the world are changing and that absolute knowingness that 
for anybody guided to work with, with Stephanie, you or me or anyone, they get to just unpack the wisdom within themselves. It's, it's also that practice of mindfulness. Absolutely. Yes, it is. And you know, there's something that's really quite magical what happens when you, when a person decides to, to honor themselves, to support themselves, and to have that courage to actually be vulnerable with another person, you know, in the sacred space that a practitioner session is. And, you know, I've been deepening in my work in that way and shifting it slightly with some of my clients to do uh, what I call mentoring. And I've been mentored and have had my own practitioner for my, the entire 20 years of my own practice. And so when you're talking about these great changes that are going on, you know, one of my favorite words <laughs> that shows up in my column a lot, I realize, is, is that we are evolving. We are consciously evolving and we need each other. And we need someone who can hear us, who can stand in the fire and the truth with us. And that's what a professor does. That's what a mentor does. It's, just, it's a deep dive of self-love. And we need that. I mean, like you were talking about, people are moving, things are changing. And there's a lot, there's a lot of fear up for people about you know, sustainability of the planet, government things that are going on. And so to, to really have an opportunity to pause and look at how we're really feeling about it and how we want to show up in the world. That's what working with a practitioner is to me. It's a, it's a self-love thing. Now your practitionership comes across in, in a lot of different ways. And I, I think you have one of the, the funnest roles, which is this advice columnist. You know, <laughs> up the Sunday paper in the town that we're in, you know, ask Alice or, you know, more from Mary or, or whatever. And right. you've had the privilege of doing this role for some of the most well-known spiritual leaders and now really leaning into a brand of your own. So what's been one of your, your most fun questions that somebody's asked you that you've been able to, to respond with this deep wisdom that flows through you? <laughs> well, I appreciate you saying that, that you read my column and you hear your deep wisdom. You know, I do the same thing when I answer columns as I do before a client session. Well, I have to get out of the way. So, but I'm going to go back to your question. I'm thinking to myself, what was one of the, the most fun questions? Um, you know, when I used to do this, when I was the ghostwriter for Louise Hay years and years ago, um, one of the fun things about it was, was the ability to really call people on their stuff in a poignant, short way. And I remember my columns in the very beginning was around somebody was just complaining about their over-controlling mother, <laughs> right? I mean, it was like, she's always in my stuff. And basically through, I had fun with it because it was like, I could go right to it, right to the issue, which is, you know, you're getting something out of this be courageous and willing enough to look at how it's actually supporting you before you can change it. But I like the fact that back when I worked for Louise and the way that I do my own column now, that it's, it's only 350 words. So I'm going to get right to it where we might, you know, come at it a little more gently in a session where we're sitting together in that short column, it's, it's just go right to the heart of the matter. There's no time to waste. And I love that. So that, that's part of the fun of doing it. So what was your most unexpected question? Unexpected. You know, there was one that was really timely that came in um, uh, that was about a, a transgender issue. 
And I have to say, in all honesty, you know, I, I, I didn't answer that one right away. I let it sit for a little bit because it's a tender issue. And it's actually an issue that has been uh, um, part of the growth and evolution with my own personal family. So when I say, when you say unexpected, I would say, you know, finally, when I had my own courage to say, okay, what, what do I want to say about this particular tender issue? And um, that one took me a while. They, they, I'm very contemplative about it. I'm talking about mindfulness. You know, I, I don't just rush into doing a, a response. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I know that the magazine, Science Mind Magazine, has a huge readership. And so I feel like it's a responsibility to really be mindful and thoughtful and considerate about how I answer it, even though sometimes there's a zing in there. Well, that's what I love about mindfulness is there's no mindfulness without the pause of the question. And we don't have to go with our human mind necessarily into the question, but that opening of your heart, both the question and the, the solution can come through when we're willing to get quiet in a world that says more, 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 more. Yeah, yeah. And you know, that's a big, um, that's a big requirement, I think, for our evolution, is to do that which our culture and our society doesn't necessarily support, and that is pause. And I have to tell you, in all honesty, that is my big practice. To step away from the many spinning plates and that desire to give service in all these different ways and to pause, to just stop for a second or a moment or step outside in this beautiful place where I live. Because that is where the wisdom is able to come through when we stop. But we, we tend to have this habitual need to chase the answer. Now, I love what you said earlier about we need one another. And so when you write an advice column, you need, you need the fun questions and you need the serious questions and the deep questions. If somebody wanted to send you a question, can they do that? How do you absolutely. get your question? Thank you. Thank you for saying that. Yes, absolutely. I love it. I love questions. And yes, it's very easy to do it. They can just go straight to my website, which is stephsmink.com. There's the Ask Steph tab on there. And there's a form where they can actually fill out, they can submit their questions through that, or they can simply email me. And it's all anonymous unless somebody specifically asks to be, you know, their name to be used, which is rare. So, so yes, I love questions, any, any subject, but you know, the ones that are really, that are really raw, you know, the ones the person might be afraid to ask. You know, and I guess I'll have to own that because there's a part of me that I, I tend to lean towards those questions that I might have some initial angst about answering. Those, those are the important ones that really need to be addressed. So, yeah. Well, that's why I think the show, mindfulness is showing up right now is we are what I call navigating awkward. And new, <laughs> that phrase. Yeah, new rules of life are, are emerging and that doesn't necessarily mean even Steph knows the answer or Holly knows the answer, but, but how can we as a, as a collective community of wisdom people, we need a title advice person to, to bring out the, this navigating awkward and kind, compassionate, courageous way and come up with an answer that will work for you in the workplace or with your family life or in, in the world that you're trying to create. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and that's why, you know, people say, well, I don't know what to ask. And, that, and, and that's where I'll actually encourage a mindfulness practice. Because when I, to, when I speak uh, or I do workshops, there's always an invitation for people. They can write down a question right then and there. And they're like, well, if the sky's the limit, what do I address? And I say, go to that place. Just pause long enough. Like, what's the thing that's really either troubling you or confusing you? To me, those are our evolutionary issues. And that's where I love to meet people, whether it's in mentoring or the column or in a retreat. That's where I want to go because that's where we are. So, yeah. Well, Steph, I'm loving where we're going with the show. Let's just take a short break, and we're going to come back, and we're going to talk about those retreats and those workshops that you um, have coming up soon. The Everyday Mindfulness Show is brought to you by Leadership Solutions International. Are you hosting an upcoming conference or convention? Or looking for a speaker to provide inspiration and motivation? Would you like your audiences to know what you know as a listener of the Everyday Mindfulness Show? Check out Leadership Solutions International for more on mindful leadership keynote offerings, on-site mindfulness information centers, and trainings. Hello, and welcome back to the Everyday Mindfulness Show, where we are exploring what it means to practice mindfulness with almost emeritus practitioner, Steph Swing. And on this last part of the show, I want to talk about retreats, personal development retreats, um, strategic retreats. You have been a teacher, a facilitator over the, the duration of your career and, and seen both men and women deepen and expand and awaken and honestly play through this experience. And you have one coming up that I would love to hear more about and uh, maybe some stories about how people can find their inner self through your work. Oh, I love that. Thank you, Holly. You know, this, um, the material that is uh, uh, the root of this retreat that uh, I'm co-facilitating with a, a dear friend and fellow practitioner, uh, it takes place the first week of November just outside of Portland in a stunning location. The location has a lot to do with the power of the, of the process. But the material that we are diving into, I discovered over 20 years ago when I was training to become a practitioner. And some of those tools like to call uh, turbo transformation or um, turbo therapy in a way, as far as the awakening possibilities. And so this is a really deep dive into really looking at um, the, the title, the name of the retreat intensive is your sacred soul agreement. So, so many people are searching for meaning. I mean, there was a conversation the other night with some friends about um, what a big seller um, things are like find your purpose. And, and it makes me smile because although that's, that's a piece of it, my perspective of purpose is really deep fulfillment, whatever that looks like for each of us. So this retreat is an opportunity to dive deep, to get some clarity and some understanding about uh, what drives us, and what motivates us. And uh, I, I love it because it changed my own life. This very retreat, this very material, I've done it most times. So uh, I hope I answered your question in there. I think I went off on a little bit of a tangent, but, but I'm excited about it because my, my agreement in this world and the work that I do is to assist and support the elevation of consciousness 
the awakening that is required for us to evolve to love and sustain life. I mean, so my part in that is, is the deep dive with people. And, uh, and the retreat, um, you know, it's, uh, I mentioned the place that it's in. It's old growth rainforest. So if you came only for that, so you could be immersed in this lush, incredible place um, for five days, that would be enough, but there's a whole lot more. So on the show, I like to kind of back to ask, ask the, the interesting question is, uh, we, have, we have a lot of people in various steps within their, their path of exploration. Mm -hmm. And you know, some people are willing to pick up a book and kind of read it once a day, or they're willing to maybe do a little half day class, or a little, you know, class once a week for 10 weeks or, or that type of thing. It's a different engagement to say, I'm going to live across the state or fly from another state to immerse myself in the weekend. Help, help the listener who maybe has never done this before. Um, what's a way that they might ask a question or interact with themselves or engage to, to consider a, a deep dive like this? Like, you know, while we, we certainly want to promote your program, I, I think the show is also about just how, how do you get to a place in conversation with yourself that you could like, like leap and do, do a weekend like this? Because while we've done millions of them over the last you know, 20 years, not everybody has. How do you start that? You know, I, again, I'm, I'm going back to that, um, the courageous word keeps wanting to come back. And that is, you know, there's one thing, I, and, and it's absolutely possible, happens all the time, that people are awakened, um, that they make a, a powerful or positive shift in their life by, by reading a book or having their practice of mindfulness or meditation. Um, what I would say about uh, the motivation to do a retreat like this, or any retreat, do you think about the word retreat? It's a it's an opportunity. It's an experience of stepping away from the from the daily habitual patterns and all of our responsibilities, which are numerous for so many of us. That's why stepping away sometimes can feel really challenging. How can I walk away from my life for two, three, four? And this one's five days. And so. Uh, you know, it's not, it's not for everyone on every spark part of your path, you know, and, but I will say that giving yourself a gift to step away from the norm really nurtures our souls. It helps us get to know ourselves and what's driving us better just by simply changing up the scenery, changing up the dynamic of our everyday lives. And, and again, you know, it happens, you know, there's been many years where I didn't do a retreat. Now I try to do it every year, either both facilitate and attend, uh, because it's nurturing for me. Wow, what a gift you can give to yourself. So Steph, as, as we're wrapping up the show, what's one maybe quote or piece of wisdom or a question, a tip that somebody could take with and maybe apply to deepen their mindfulness practice as a gift from the show? Hmm, I love that. You know, I would say, uh, to me, uh, the word that has been coming up a lot is notice, which is very synonymous with mindfulness. Just notice. And when, when you're moving through your life, I would say, you know, that my, that would be my quote. That would be my line. Just notice. Um, and when you, when you have a, a conscious awareness and a choice to just notice, there's no judgment. 
no, in, nothing else attached to it. And that, and so practicing that is amazing. Just notice how you, oh, look how I just responded or reacted to that situation. I'm just noticing how my body feels right now. Just noticing is a practice that is just in itself very transformational. And it's, uh, it's something that uh, if you try it even just for a day, you'll notice you'll notice that your awareness is usually distracted. So when we're just noticing, just being aware, we get present, we get real, then we're really living. And that's what mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much for saying yes to coming on the show, sharing a little bit of wisdom on what it means to be a practitioner and how to engage with you through the, the Ask Stuff column. And then we will make sure to get the link to your retreat on the show notes. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you, Holly. It's been a delight. Great to see and be with you. Thanks for the invite. Mindful Matters, and so do you. Thank you for joining us for today's show. For more mindfulness every day, visit everydaymindfulnessshow.com and download the three-day challenge and experience the ABCs of mindfulness. Mm -hmm.